Welcome to the Everton Army podcast. My name is John. I'm with Graham, Rev, and Mike. How are we doing, fellas? Well, I'm Crap, all right. Everyone else okay? Yeah, me yeah, too. Just before we get started, I'd just like to say, um, in regards to some of the racist shouts yesterday at the game, um, if there are any racist shouts going and aimed at some of the Brentford players, then just want to say, you know, don't put us all in the same light because we're not like that. Um, certainly, certainly, I'm not myself anyway. And if you, if there does yeah. something like that that's happened, you can rest assured that Evan will do the right thing. I've no doubt about that. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, not welcome in the ground, not welcome in the city. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, also, shout out to Jake Daniels as well from Blackpool. Um, well done, mate. That's, it takes a lot of courage to do that, especially while you're still playing. Only 17 as well. So, unbelievable. 100%. Absolutely un- incredible. Yeah, um, a round of applause for that young man. Without Thanks, a doubt. Man. Without a doubt. Um, so, let's just talk about the game then. So, the first thing I want to mention is the lineup. Um, so obviously Brantwaite started and you know Gomez started and it raised a few eyebrows. So um Mike, I'll ask you first, mate, what, what was your first thought when you seen the lineup? Um I thought it was quite positive one to be honest. Um I understand why um, Brantwaite was in because uh, Michael Keane um was feeling ill throughout the night, so he wasn't gonna take a chance. So I understand that change. I understand Gomez coming in as well because the last time Gomez played against them, them, he absolutely destroyed them um, in the middle of the park. So yeah. I understood it. Um, I just can't understand a Wobi playing more of a wing back role. I think he's slightly better, more forward than what he's playing. Yeah. But um, no, I could. I wasn't too disappointed. I thought it was a positive team selection, to be honest, and I thought he was going for the win. Yeah, um, Rev, do you want to touch on that, mate? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've got to that kind of trusting Lampard kind of stage where I go, well, uh, you know, last time out it seemed to it seemed to work. So, um, yeah, I was pleased, and I think the Gomez decision, especially before Sutton, I know we're going to get into in a bit about the red card. It, it seemed to be working perfectly. I thought he was dictating play well in the middle of the park. Um. I do also understand a Wobi playing as a wing back. Coleman hasn't got the legs to go up and down the wing. Um, yeah. There's a lack of leadership on the pitch, so Coleman really has to play. Um, so I think a is just a square peg in a round hole. I should imagine Lampard said to him, "Listen, next season I'm I'm going to play you as a, in your preferred position, but for now we need you. Um, we need you out wide to cover for Sheamus and." Um, because I think, like we've we've said a couple of times on the pod, is is there's not we haven't got a balance. Do you know what I mean? And there's lots of square pegs in round holes. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Brand Brandthwaite looked quite calm, uh, you know, and it all it all made sense to me um, until the 18 minute mark. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, inevitably, what happened yeah. happened. You know. We'll get on to the decisions in a little bit. Um, Graham, what was your first reaction to the lineup? Were you happy with it? Like, or I wasn't. Uh... <sighs> I'm still affected by yesterday. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, I, I wasn't. Uh... I wasn't looking at the team and, and thinking doom and gloom. I, I, w- I was happy to see Calvert Lewin back. If I'm honest, um, and Richardson out the left. Uh... I didn't really have a problem with Gomez in midfield because I thought there was enough support there. 
especially with Calvert-Lewin dropping deep to, to try and win the, the knock-ons and stuff. And obviously, it will be the way he's been coming inside. I believe there would have been that cover anyway. But uh, yeah. And you know what? It, it was it was going quite well when it was 11 v 11. Um, yeah. Well, it was, wasn't it? Up until the 20th minute mark, everything was going plain sailing and it looked like we had it in the bag, didn't we? Yeah, well, we were getting the ball long. We were playing that sort of route one football. Calvert-Lewin was looking like his own self, getting in the air, winning the, the flick-ons. Uh, I'm sure we'll come on to him in, in person later on, but I, personally, I thought he did really well. Yeah. Uh, with his aerial duels, knocking the ball on. Richarlison ghosting in from the left-hand side, which we all purr over. I thought he was doing uh, brilliantly at that. We were creating chances. Richardson was just finding his target. Um, yeah. Seen a lot of fume over over missing those chances at the start, but you know you, you have to you have to warm up the A game, so have no problem with those as well. Um, and eventually, obviously, uh, the goal came, so it was all looking well. Gomez was look, looked light in his feet, yeah. um, albeit when we had eleven men because we were still getting the feel into the game. Um. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll just leave it there for the meantime because obviously, with what what came to fruition, turned the game and our players on its head. For, you know, for the worst part. Ju- just before we go, you know, down that road. Um, yeah. for me, that that before the thing we're going to talk about, which is like Voldemort at the moment, isn't it? No one's talking about. <laughs> um, like. Before that happened, it's the only game this season. I, I I just kind of within the first five six minutes, I was like, we're gonna win this. This it's just inevitable. We're yeah. gonna win this. Like we 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 look absolutely up for it. We're controlling the game. I we're agree with them. that one hundred percent. Um, and I think had you know events taken the turn that they should have taken, I think we would have won the game quite comfortably. We'd all be sat here now, going, everyone relax. Crystal Palace is just going to be a, a, a festival of a game where it's going to be, you know, start dobbing. Who cares? Do you know what I mean? Let's just, you know, like that. But it's the only game this season I've thought we're winning this. This is this is our day. This. Yeah, definitely. And and you know we we did start brightly, like in that goal. Um, I don't know. You know, Calvert Lewin seemed to claim it, didn't he? Because it kind of bubbled off his chest a little bit and went in. But it was. And so we should. Sorry, yeah, I just want to say. Strikers and, and so we should should uh, strikers even if it comes even if it comes off the tip of their nose they, they should be claiming goals that's that's what they thrive on that's how their confidence lifts so I'm happy that they got that and hopefully that they'll have yeah. can I just say as well though with the team selection I got to skip because um, personally I wanted to see a four three three I wanted a Wobi back in the middle of the park yeah. but. When I seen the team go out, it's maybe a shift in mindset with us now where I accepted what I seen rather than feeling. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I'll get, we'll get to all that later. But great. Do you not think that we were we were kind of playing a bit of a hybrid between a, a, a like three five at the back and a four three three because a Wobi seems to be doing the job of two players. Yeah, but he, he shouldn't have to. You know. No, if, I, look, I, I couldn't agree no, more, mate. But we're 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 basically. We're finding a way, and we've been doing this since Lampard came in. They squeeze Coleman into the team. I've, I've sang this long, for a long time. Either play him right back or play John Joe Kenny or just have Alex Wobie as a solitary right back, which I do not want. I did yeah. want it a few months ago. I, I don't know. Um, I think Wobie is irreplaceable in the eight. His work rate, 
makes up for so much in the midfield. And someone like Gomez really would have benefited even more with Gomez's legs around him. Also, Decore wouldn't have to try and pass further than five yards because no harm to you, he, he's not capable. But mm. um, I just think taking currently our, one of our three best players and playing him out of position to accommodate someone else just doesn't work with me. Yeah. No, I agree with that, mate. Yeah, uh, do, do you think it's the leadership problem, though? Uh, yeah, um, I do. You could say that, but you know, if he if he if he was injured, he's out of the team anyway. You know, and and realistically, has he led us to glory? Coleman since being a captain, not really. Um, he's he's great at losing the head with a certain player. He's great with getting up on the referee and pointing the finger, but it never makes a difference. You know what I mean? I, I yeah. don't. And I'm not saying I fucking love Coleman. Like he grew up, he grew up a 50, 40 minute drive from from where I from where I live. Like so, and there's no hate towards Coleman. I absolutely love him, but it's the same with all these players. I just look at them as in what they can give to my team. Yeah, and I just think that yes, he's a he's a seasoned pro, and I've been talking about experience needs to be on. But he's not a centre half. I don't care no. where he plays. Oh. No, like but he people, has played people... there before, though, hasn't he? And he's played for yeah. Ireland centre well, half. That's, as well that's, that... Yeah, that's the point it was about just to get to because people purr about oh. Richardson and the nine. No, no, you're fine. Uh, Richardson, the nine's playing against teams like, you know, well, maybe mine's just gone blank. But Venezuela. <laughs> but, yeah, playing against like Venezuela and, and Costa, you know, all the, all the South American teams where the quality's not up to it. You know what I mean? Mm. This Premier League is a, is a different class. And it's it's like Rev says, you, you can't be putting square pegs and round holes all over the yeah. pitch. And Coleman doesn't have that natural ability to get away with it. Coleman no. is the epitome of a coached player with, with drive and dedication to get to the top level. Yeah. He's not a player who's had to be refined and, and told how to and told how to behave like all the professionals because he's got the, all the ability coming out of his backside. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... Although I said, said there at the start of the pod, I was happy. You know, it was sort of boiling on me. And as we go on, I'm sure we'll talk about it because that shape, how we didn't react to it and stuff, it, it, it caused a calamity of errors, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, well, I said to you, didn't I, that uh, my my back three was the last, you know, was on the last podcast that I'd have had Holgate on the right, Keane in the middle, and Brantwaite on the left. Yeah. Um, and and I'd, and I'd have taken. Um, if it was going to be that, just presuming that it would be, because that's the seems to be the settled formation at the moment. And then, well, yes. that's frustrating because literally the way Lampard has these guys playing the three at the back, which we haven't been good at before this last pile of weeks. Michael Keane's excelled in it. It I really suits yeah. his playing style. Yeah. So that was a massive loss for Brathwaite to come in and even try and do that. Yeah, you know, because I, the, it, it, I think with with Keane, he likes to be deep. So if you if you play him with a back three, you can have that one man sitting. Deeper, kind of occupying that role in between yeah, like a, a, a centre half and a, kind of yeah, like that, that kind of um, that sitting in like that because if you, if you're going to play like two central midfielders, the the six role kind of yeah. dissolves a little bit, um, yeah. And, yeah. and he then you pick that up and and Keane's quite good at that kind of going in between as long as he's deeper. Yeah, well, he's the central centre half. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah. I, I get completely what you mean. So he would sit with uh, Branthwaite and Holgate just in front of him, talking through. If they're not one in the air, he'll sweep it up, not it back. He, you know, he's their yeah. he's their eyes and ears. So like, 
Yeah. No, I completely get it, but I'm just worried we're going to be a bit off topic here, Jimmy. Myself, yeah, so John, yeah, yeah. take the reins again. <laughs> well, I mean, this doesn't happen in my shows. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. <laughs> just put um, that one in the black book, John. Yeah, <laughs> as Hammer would say, strike one. Anyway. <laughs> well, let's just uh, let's just go through the team then, and, and just see you the standout performers were before we move on to some of the decisions. So, uh, you know, as you mentioned, Calvert Lewin before, I I do think he had a good game. He was winning every header, the flick on, you know, which and does the penalty as well. Uh, Rev, do you want to touch on Calvert Lewin me because I thought he was brilliant. Yeah, absolutely, man. Like, um, I think. We we actually did for the first time in a long time had a proper focal point leading yeah, the line. Um, I I I think Richarlison um as an as a quote unquote nine in a different system, i.e. Brazil, is probably very effective. Um, do I think he's a nine in the Premier League? Possibly. Rev, can I just chime in on that too? I, yeah, I think yeah. Richarlison as a number nine as well. Like you look how well he did it with with like Hames and and Sigurdsson around him. You know, playing yeah. balls into those areas he likes to run. We don't. Don't have anything like that anymore. Hundred percent. So, yes, that's exactly where, where I'm where I'm going, man. Yeah, that, that is hundred percent. Um, so for Everton, this 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 incarnation of Everton, anyway. Nah. Um, so it was nice to see Calvert Lewin. Um, I thought his work race looked exactly like he did last season. Um, he was chasing, um, chasing everything down, putting pressure on people. Um, for me, it was a good performance. Um. Yeah, I think he looked um, he looked gassed out by seventieth minute. He did look tired, uh, like didn't he? But... And, I, and I was and I was worried he'd pulled a muscle because he started feeling his hammy. Yeah, and I was like, oh no, not now. Um, but uh, yeah, good good show from from my perspective. I think yeah. for me, we too. Um, I thought whenever we had the eleven men on the pitch and we were sticking to our game plan and stuff, it worked really well, and that's where he looked freshest. Whenever we went down to 10 men, it nullified what Calvert-Lewin was able to do. He did stop facing down the centre-halves, you know, because obviously he had to preserve his energy and stuff. And, and again, I'm fine with that because you're you're playing with your, with, with your back to the wall with 10 men. But he did what he could do and what he could affect with the long balls from Pickford. Like I was looking at the stats, he, he, t- he took 9 out of 12. That's, that's really good numbers for that, you know, and that's where he could put himself about. No, I, I think there was positive signs there. But... Yeah. On that too, I was disappointed that he didn't get on that that ball Richardson put on because yeah. he should have got should have got that. Yeah, Mike, I'll just come to you um, in a second. So I'll throw this out to you. So I seen people saying that uh, Calvert Lewin was was signalling that you know it was his goal at the end that he scored. He got the last touch, and I've seen people saying on Twitter that you know that's a bad look because all he cares about is himself. What what's your thoughts on that, Mike? Um, as a striker, you're going to claim everything you can possibly claim. That that's a striker's job. Yeah. Um. So I understand that point of view, but I think at that moment in time, I don't think it was about him. I think it was about the goal. I think we needed to gather our thoughts. I was quite yeah. disappointed that he was saying to the referee, "That's my goal. That's my goal." Um. I don't think he needed to do that. Um. Uh, but just going back on his performance. I think his work rate off the ball yesterday was fantastic. Yeah. For definitely. about 60, 70 minutes. Thought he was trying to run. He was trying to make space. Um, 
even to get someone else to run through. He was trying to make space all the time. I thought yeah. he was um, he was a nuisance. Yeah. Um, I still think he's a little bit rusty. Obviously, with the length of time he's had out and the lack of game games he's played, but I I want to see him stay at the club. If I'm honest, I yeah. think get the right yeah. people in. As we touched on before, he's he's lost his supply. No Sigerson, um, no um, James. So, if we can get someone who can supply him and get the ball across to him, I, I don't think he's got to be one of the top five Premier League players scoring with his head. And we've yeah. got him at our club. And I can't yeah. understand why people can't appreciate that. Spot on, he's yeah. been out for seven months. He's been yeah. in and out. He's had little bits of bobs of games. Oh my God! And people are on his case all the time. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know what it is with Everton fans, but they need a player to focus on all their anger and disappointment. They go in there the start of the game. They look, Calvert Lewin's playing. He's going to be shit even before he's kicked the ball. So their yeah. mindset is he's shit. So all they're going to pick up on is everything he doesn't do and not what he does do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, hundred percent, mate. Absolutely. Um, give the lad a break. He's been out for seven months, eight months. Give him a break. Yeah, definitely. And and he's getting no service whatsoever, as you yeah. alluded to as well. So, um, let's talk about Decore because we. Oh. It's a bit of a a mixed bag, isn't it? Sometimes he just looks like prime Yaya Torre, and sometimes he he just looks like you know Bambi on ice. It's just weird. So, what do we make of Decore's performance yesterday? I think awful. I think absolutely. Not only is he Bambi on ice, I think he's colourblind because he never passes through a blue shirt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think he's awful. Unless it's a two-yard, maximum three-yard pass, anything else is useless. Yeah. I, I, I'd love to know what's going on with Alan because Alan doesn't seem to be getting a sniff in at the moment and he keeps playing the Corey. And I don't think the Corey's been there for the best part of half a season. Well, well, some of the rumours regarding Alan is that he needs a hernia operation, apparently. That's why he's, he's not playing, because he's only kind of a last resort at the moment. Um, I, I don't know how true that is, but... I don't. Yeah. It just shocks me that highly paid and highly skilled men who've played the game at the highest level, between them all, they've won everything. They've got a coach who's won everything throughout Europe. Why can we sit and they can't? Sometimes you think it could be down to loyalties, or I don't, I don't know. It might be a case of we know better, but or sorry, they know better. But well, surely I don't, I, they're I, going back the next know. day and watching the full game and watching what we watch. Yeah, with a, no, surely, I, I surely they've got to be watching it with an open mind, especially when you've lost the game, because you're going to Maybe be looking a, to see how did we lose this game. The other thing as well is with the core, he's got this label now of being the engine of the team, running up and down, and I think that's quite bad because. It means he's trying too hard. He's trying to cover every blade of grass on the pitch instead of trying to do just one job. And but to I me, that go ahead, mate. So, no, I was just going to say just in there. But to me, that comes down to and it, this, this is another drum. Fuck, I, must, I might as well be playing a drum kit. I'm the drums I beat. But <laughs> the lack of the lack of discipline. Do you know what I mean? There's, yeah, you shouldn't have to run like a headless chicken that much. With if, if you've got discipline, do you know what I mean? If you're disciplined, your role becomes so much easier. Do you know what I mean? They're just very yeah. erratic. Definitely, mate. Yeah. But just, just some of it's like Alan, as much as I want Alan that team, you need balance beside Alan because he's very ill disciplined in a style of play. 
Yeah. But also Alan yesterday, I want to just point out to you, I absolutely loved he was on his feet the whole game beside Lampard. I think he was told he sat down a couple of times. <laughs> absolutely love that passion. You can't question his passion anyway. Yeah. He was no, right I, up. He was, he was giving it to the fourth official and everything. You know what? Like there was there's rumors that he wants away and it's not, you know, la 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 la. And you know when you see that, like he's he's in the he's in the technical area because like every now and again I'll be like, Who is that? And you'd be like, Oh, it's it's, it's, it's Alan. You know, um I don't think he wants away himself. Um, he, he gave an interview earlier in the season where he was like, "This is home. Love the place. Want to stay forever." Yeah. Um, so, shite will fill the silence, won't it? Do you know what I mean? Like, if there's silence, someone will make something up and fill it. Of course. Yeah. 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 Without a doubt. Well, let's let's talk about the fella next to the Corey and Gomez because he's been out for a while. Obviously, not through injury, but just because Lampard doesn't favour them. So, what do you make of his performance coming back in? Up until the sending off, I thought he was fantastic. Yeah, I really did. Um, you know, I know we're going to talk about uh, the sending off in a bit, but I thought he was brilliant. Yeah, and I thought it's something we've missed someone who can just sit on the ball for a couple of seconds and just do that little pass forward. Yeah. And I thought I, I, I was made up for him. I thought he hasn't let himself down, and then obviously the sending off, the whole game plan has changed, hasn't it? Yeah, definitely. Before the sending off, I, I was thinking, God, I'd love to see him in Delft. I know there's no pace there, and you'd have to have pace with him, probably a Wobie. But as a three, just the pair of the, like Delft, and, and I never thought I'd say this, like, oh, I'd love to see Delft and Gomez playing together. Um, but the, <laughs> the, they just seem to, um, I think they've got like, that kind of calm, cool headed, finding space and time on the ball when it's not really there. Yeah. I just thought the pair of them together would really calm this. Situation down and that, obviously. Sorry, Michael. You're spot on. Um, yeah. It's just Good. a little bit annoying now that we're starting to see some of these players, the better side of them, when it's coming to the end of the season and they're coming to the end of um, their contracts. Yeah. Definitely, mate, without a doubt. So let, let's just move on. To, um, I mean, Michael Oliver, what can you say about Frick. him? From, yeah. He's a prick. Gobshite. Uh, I think I read something in every game he's ref this season, he sent one of us off. Well, wasn't it something it like out of the last four Everton games, he sent five Everton players off or something like that? That's it, like yeah. That, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll give you another stat as well. In just, it's, it's a huge coincidence that half of our 36 matches this season have been refed by only four referees. What? Is that yeah. Right? Yeah, half, yeah, seen that, yeah. Half of our 36 matches this season have been refed by only four refs. Oliver's done five games. What? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but no one can convince me anymore that there isn't a conspiracy to get Everton relegated. Yeah. I've been saying it for months. I've even argued with someone who thinks he's a celebrity. Jack um, Jones. <laughs> no, no, he, um, and he was convinced. He was saying, "No, no, I was completely wrong." And he was anyway. I won't go into that. But I'm sorry, but Graham Sooness sits in the Sky Studio after that game. He's a balloon, and says he's on our side and says something isn't right. Yeah, you know, there's something not right. I I think it's fucking corrupt uh, completely. Though you like the. But Everyone I say that's sex, we're just here to make up the numbers. Sorry when we say Paul. Yeah, the thing is though, if Lampard comes out and says that, he's getting a touchline back. Yeah, that's the worst thing. Or well, a massive big fine. Yeah, yeah, and, and they, they know that. Everton as a club, as a unit, should come out and question 
the Premier League and question the um, referees association on this. Yeah. Something like this needs to be looked at. And even if it's incorrect, they come out and say, we've looked at it. I'm sorry, that was not the case. At least they're looking at it and doing yeah. something about it. It's the tip yeah. of the iceberg, though, Mike. It it, is. It, it's, yeah, but yeah. I, 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 look, I, I completely agree with you, mate. But what I'm saying is it, you, there used to be dodgy decisions and it hung around all week. Literally now, news moves that fast. They're not even hiding their corruption. Well, what you're all saying is the games are coming thick and fast and it'll be forgotten about in three days. Or at yeah, least pretty much. So they do anyway. something and then it's going to be all news because there'll be something else a couple of weeks later. And only the fans that no one are listening to will care and try and beat that drum, but it's 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 not loud enough. You know yeah, what I mean? Just, just to kind of touch on that, um, you know, the Mikey said just then about him, he's been threatened with a touchline ban and he can't say it, you know, in interviews and stuff. That is literally out of the playbook of dictators. What of the course. dictators do? Yeah. Instantly, yeah. dictators send to the press. It's the first thing they do. You send yeah. to the press, you control the press, therefore you control the narratives. And it's, yeah. it's this, it, so Lampard won't be allowed to say anything because, you know, well, you don't want that kind of thing being out there, do you? Um, well, I think as so, well, though, that they need a big name in that championship. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> them, it would suit them to have Everton fall into that. To give that an all new spin because Sky doesn't have Champions League anymore, so they don't really care about it. The yeah. Premier League, and that is it. You know what I mean? So Definitely. it's like I've said all along, though, isn't it? Like the I think the the narratives are, are are very much based around Sky, and literally when I switched the game on um, the other day, all all you saw was the was the kind of it's going down to the last day. City Liverpool's going down to the last day, and then the minute. Our game finished. It was the same thing. It's going down to the last day. Don't forget to pay your, your Sky subscription. Don't forget to keep paying us. Give us money, money, money. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's it's that, and it's like, in fact, it's funny actually. I saw my brother-in-law who's a red last night, and he and he was saying the same thing. It's he said it's definitely scripted. Yeah, and you know, well, there's like, reds all over Twitter. There's reds all over Twitter. I'm seeing being liked and being retweeted, saying this is taking the piss now from yesterday. So even we've really gone off on a tangent here, and apologies to anyone listening to this, but. I think ultimately what we've went away from is the fact that what happened before Branthwaite's red card is what we originally started on, while their entire back line was on yellow cards already. Yeah, well, that's that's what I was going to get to. Let, let's just break yeah. let's break it down a little bit, isn't it? You know what happened on the field. So, yeah, Richarlison gets his shirt pulled off his back, um, pulled off his back, mate. He twisted him around like a rag doll. Yeah, mm. he did. No penalty given, and then ten seconds later, Branthwaite kind of. Gets the wrong side and clips his heels, and it's a straight red. He couldn't. He couldn't wait to get that red card out. He was. Oh no. He was oh, itching. No. Before um, the ladder did the deck, he had that card out. I couldn't yeah. believe how fast it was. Like I, I thought I'd like the the stream had skipped or something. Yeah. I was like, whoa, what's what's happening here? There was Definitely. no luck. There was no. And you know what's funny? And and it's it's, it's honestly it's just the one that comes to mind. I'm not saying it because it's Liverpool, but do you remember the Van Dyke incident with um. At the at Anfield a few years back, Calvert Lewin was clean, yeah, yeah. threw on goal. Who was the referee that day? Was it this fella? Can, can anyone remember? No, um, no. I, I I think it was him, but I can't yeah. remember if it was him. It, I mean, it'd be ridiculously convenient for this narrative if it was. But what I'm saying is, there's 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 no um, there's no balances. That there's no continuity. There's no set standard, and it was like the. Um, almost like the Michael Keane against Brighton, which wasn't a penalty either. 
Do you know what but I mean? That, it was that's insane. soon, and that mate, you know, just two weeks ago in the derby, um, Joel yeah. Matic done it to Anthony Gordon. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Exact exactly. same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's it's just bizarre. But then I, I was I was saying again again saying to me to me brother-in-law last night there, um, that the 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 only time VAR really started coming into play was like ridiculous. It's the same thing. It was um, Ivan Tony and Michalenko. Yeah. Ivan Tony had the shirt off Michalenko's back in the second half, and yeah. then yeah. Um, it went to VAR for like um, what was it? Violent conduct, which it obviously wasn't because he stayed on the pitch. But it was like, hang on, but you can see in that incident that he's what having the shirt off off his back. Yeah, but it yeah. was never, it wasn't mentioned again, and it's like. It, it, this is this is a hard enough task for Everton Football Club to stay up at the moment. We're, we're rife with injuries. Obviously, we've, we've made the rod for our own back in the boardroom, some of the decisions that have been made. But please, please stop making it. Yeah. that we're, we're not just playing. It's not 11 versus 11. It's 11 versus an entire, you know, it, it's the referees, VAR, it's an establishment. Um. So I honestly feel like if we manage to stay up this season, it'll be kind of it'll be a miracle, mate. It'll it'll be against an establishment. It'll be like a resistance. Do you know what I mean? It won't. It'll yeah, be. Of course. Yeah. It will. Going back to the challenge too. So like Richardson, Calvert-Lewin nods it on. Matt Sorensen, who was already in the book for a really, I think it was Gordon that he yeah. that he clipped. And, a penalty. Uh, well, he, he, he the incident going on, the Branthwaite sending off. And then done yeah. two more fouls after that, and that was one of them. Yeah, yeah. And, and after that happened, they walked away. You seen it, everything, the camera was on him. They just knew, like, you know, he just shit himself. He absolutely shit himself. But the thing is, he was off at half time. He had yeah. that option to take Yeah, I was sorry. Yeah, because then. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. As you say, we could sit here all, all night and pick the bones out of that game and pick the bones out of um, our season as well with decisions not gone yeah. our way. And, you know, as I say, no one now can convince me otherwise that there no. isn't something against us. Well, the thing is, mate, as well, is that the referee had the chance to redeem himself here and rectify this situation. He could have given that fella a yellow card. Yeah, which would have even the game, and we probably still would have been okay. We probably still might have won that game. Um, and then not only that, they make it even worse by giving Rondon a straight red. So it's like yeah. we'll just kick you while you're down. It's, but you the know... thing is, so that's two more players now gone. Yeah, Rondon deserved it for me. See, I'm I'm not convinced, mate. I don't I'm think it's a straight red, right. honestly. He he left the ground as as far as how many times have players just come on? Let's not forget, he just come onto the park. How many times have we seen it with other teams and they've done a stupid tackle and straight away the commentators, everyone else, oh, hang on a minute, he's not up to speed of the game. He's just yeah, come on. Definitely. I, I, I get that, but whenever I've seen it, I literally said to myself, that's that's only the second call that's by the book has been right today, the penalty. And um, that there, for me, he left the ground, studs up, caught him. Regardless how he catches them, though we we have players that have had their legs broken. We 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 challenges like that. Coleman when playing for Ireland against Wales, uh, well obviously the Gomez one was different. James McCarthy by Solomon Rondon, yeah. you know, um, Brian Oviedo, Brian Oviedo, you know. So for me, you leave the ground, 
Um, struggle have all played the game. Someone leaves the ground, comes at you, the studs like that, they have to go. So I personally I had no problem with it. I think I just um, think it was stupid. He, I, he just I, should have stood up. I, I totally agree with what you're saying there, Gray. I think my only problem with it, which I think we'll find the middle ground, is the fact that um literally the day before there was a challenge very similar in a in a cup final. Um yeah. identical I, that wasn't even checked, wasn't looked at, wasn't anything. You know I mean? oh, yeah, but we we, we can well. screen that till we're we can screen that as well though till we're till we're blue in the face. But it just for me, I even said it there. It was only the second time that day. Yeah, that, yeah. that I feel that the, the that the rule book was followed was for yeah. our penalty, and and that because realistically yeah. every other bit of it was fucking bullshit to be honest. John, can I ask you something? No. Actually, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna send the spotlights <laughs> on you for a second. Um, yesterday, um, there, there was. A, like after the game, I think me, me and you especially were just kind of like, well, what's the point? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what, what's the, what, what, and kind of like I touched on before is the fact that you're not just playing the eleven men in front of you; you're playing an entire establishment. Um, yeah. How are you? This is like therapy, this isn't it? How are you feeling now about that? <laughs> Do you know what, mate? I I thought you're a bit feel- you're a bit calmer. I know that <laughs> you're a bit, you're yeah, a bit calmer well, than I mean, you were. I, I try not to tweet. Yes, it's funny. Because usually when things happen like this, I just stay off Twitter for back a few days later. But yesterday, I actually put a tweet out to the FA and got my account banned for a little bit. I've got it back now anyway, but um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just I still don't feel any better now than I did yesterday. I thought I would, but I just don't. I, I feel worse, in fact, because I'm the same as you, John. It's just it's only getting worse. And un- un- unless there's a serious like inquest into the refs or something in the summer, it will only get worse because, mm. you know, the, the only thing that I could say to kind of, you know, help the situation for next season is giving them microphones or something because until that point, we're still good. We're just going round in circles, yeah. And what's to say yeah. that we won't get relegated next year for stupid shit like this? Do you know what I mean? Well, Scotland has it down, John. Scotland have, are having it uh, completely separate, separate entity, so it's not ran by the referees in Scotland, but it's coming in next year. It's yeah. going to be ran, and they're hiring ex-players. Now, I don't know where they're from, if they're from Scotland or whatever. But to me, that's a step in the right direction. Definitely. You know, because because there's no voice. These guys, it's, it was supposed to be brought in. They make the game fairer. I remember before VAR, and even before goal line technology, the biggest issue ever that anyone cried about was it a penalty, and it became a discussion. You could sit for a pint, and you would discuss whether it was, or you'd be sat in work ready to kill some absolute... Gimp that fucking that, that was just coming out with, with something that, that didn't make sense. But nowadays, all the evidence is there. It's like even if you're having a discussion now, someone can Google something and yep. kill, an, kill a discussion. You know, these guys have the technology there to kill the discussion. Yep. And it's actually creating more of an argument, more of a discussion, more of a, more feeding the, the thought that, that, that there's an agenda. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Yep. And and it's it's actually soured the game, you know. They thought it would sweeten it. It's completely soured it. Yeah, it's made it worse. And it, to me, it's hey, I, I came in after Leicester won the league, and you know what? Uh, to me, that was brought on to make sure that never happens again. Of course, mate, without a doubt. Um, let's just look at some of the other results then, because Tottenham obviously beat Burnley and Leeds was one one. Um, so that leaves us now on um, thirty six. Leeds on 35, Bailey on 34. So, how are we feeling then? Because it looks like that Watford game's come back to haunt us, doesn't it? 
It does. Um, I think it now it puts everything on Crystal Palace now, doesn't it? We've yeah. got to win a Crystal Palace. Oh, we've got to win against Crystal Palace. We've got to win against them. Once we win, that's it. We're safe. There's nothing anyone can do about it. Well, would yeah. you kind of criticise Lampard a little bit, if that's the right term, for not going all out against Watford? I find it hard to because... Yeah, I He went for a point and he got a, He had a game plan. And he looks like he stuck to that game plan. Now, whether you think it was a negative game plan or not, I think he went not to lose a game rather than to win the game. In yeah. hindsight, which is a great word, yeah, things could have been different because we were going against the team who haven't had a clean sheet all season. We're yeah. going against the team who roughly had 11 against the ball, um, to the back of the ball, and then Leicester go there and put five past them. Yeah. So, yeah, I understand where it's coming from that it was a missed opportunity, but hindsight's a great word, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, I, I, at the end of the day, we got a point away from I, home. Yeah, like I, I tend to be quite critical of Lampard. Purely, I, I feel it can be because I'm behind him. But um, like it's, it's been brought up before. Like for us, they, they think that this team is capable of winning two away games. You know, yeah. in, in the space of what was it, four or five days? Yeah. You know, is 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 seriously arrogant. In a sense, from us, um, we're not good enough. We we haven't been good enough to do that in, in quite a few years. Um, I, I get what he was doing, but we can't forget Watford played better than us. You know, they made all these changes, and it was their B team. But you know what? They were better at passing the ball than us. Yeah. But they just they snuffed out a game. You know, they just they didn't want they they go at us either. You know, they they the flip, they just didn't want to lose this, and and it's nearly as if they wanted that clean sheet. But so. Which obviously every team does, but you know what I'm saying, and and, and rules with the narrative of how that game was playing out. So, yeah, and it's the difference <sighs> in it between the 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 two games is Leicester went out to win it, so we yeah. we just sat in absorbed and then did exactly what we were set up to do. Whereas Watford were there to to not lose. Yeah, yeah that suited yeah. us because Le- Leicester Leicester wanted to do us and and we wanted to do them, and it just it just turned on the like a like a just classic boxing match, just, yeah, yeah, just but just us going at them, and it was creating space for us to get up, and and then obviously we were sat on then towards the end, you know, which which teams have done against us, and and, and we tend to spit the dummy, you know, you have you have to create your own opportunities and stuff. So yes, it would have been great to win it, but I, I can't be hypercritical in that sense. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I think that was one of those games where you think, oh, why did Hamas leave? Yeah, yeah. Delhi Ali could have won us the game with a bit of magic, perhaps, but we uh, just don't know because he's not getting a chance. Mm-hmm. He could well, have just going off point. topic a bit. Would you have James back if it was available? I would, mate. Yeah, all day. Yeah. Um, wages, kind of, if it suits the wage structure, then I, I, I would because we've got nobody that can do what he does. Yeah, I, I want a written apology. I want to oh, written sorry, apology. Sorry, I just for... wanted to ask because his name got mentioned. Yeah. yeah, no, 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 no. But I would have to have a written apology for saying he wanted Liverpool to win the Champions League. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, is there anything? I don't think we we missed anything really, apart from you know the the standard of refereeing being absolutely disgusting. And the thing is, you can't even call it mistakes. They're not mistakes. They know what they're doing. 
and this blatant, is just, isn't it? Yeah, just makes it worse, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, I, just, I just, I just want to say that 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 uh, Brentford sides, although they were under the cosh at the start, they would they would have found a foothold. And I thought Ericsson and uh, Nurgard and midfield were absolutely brilliant. Yeah, uh, I, I disagree uh, with that. Right? I, I think I, the first twenty minutes up until the sending off, we could have been two or three up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I get that. What I'm saying, I turned the game, but I do yeah. believe they would have got a foothold, and just how they played and how they took advantage, like that whistle too coming in off the left. I think of what was it? It was whistle, wasn't it? Whistle, yeah. Um, and Tony didn't have his greatest game, but you know what? He, he still puts in good effort up there. Um, would Ericsson. you go after Tony in the summer? Would I go I, after him? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think he'd leave. I don't. I don't even think that's worth. I, I don't. I don't think so. He's not going anywhere. Um, I think. Um, I think if we were to get in Ketia, I don't think we'd we'd need to go for Tony. No. Yeah. Um, true. I was now just wondering. Yeah. No, it's, I do it's, like it's, him. Yeah. Oh, I love him, man. I think in it in a different in a different uh, you know in a parallel universe than all day long. But yeah. I know we're not good enough, but I want better. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Definitely, mate. I think Ericsson, There's going to be. I think now people aren't going to be so afraid of Ericsson, uh having a relapse of obviously that horrible. Well, he fucking died, didn't he? Yeah. Um, well, he did, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he did. He, he died for two minutes. I think it was. Yeah. But he was, he was brilliant. At the end of the day, like how many times have we seen Everton play against a team that have went down to 10 men and haven't taken advantage? You sort yeah. of have to credit where they, they literally knew what to do and he, he got into all that space and he pulled yeah. the strength. And Being slightly critical of Lampard, I think the team set up and it took him so long to change the team set up, allowed them back into the game. Yeah, yeah ma- massively, massive. That's what I was saying earlier. Yeah. Like, uh, Awobi oh. should have went done four four one. You yeah. know, Richardson, you're up and down the left. Michaelenko, you're you're holding that line. Don't be, you know, that old Benitez tactic. Realistically, we don't want you to come over the halfway line here, especially yeah. when we're three one. Actually, lads, we haven't touched in the second half. Um, we we've went on that many tangents. I thought we came out two then wrong. We actually did sit in that bank of two fours, yeah. but. The right personnel for me. That he just, he just made, yeah, he made no changes, and then when he did make changes, I, I thought he was the wrong ones, and he was too late. So, yeah, uh, but even at that, then, and I know it was limited, and, and Coleman would have had to have been in there, but it will be had to get into that midfield for me, even yeah. if, if it was a four-three-two, you know, or even four-three-one-one with Richardson covering and the midfield pivoting, they basically cover. Cover the spaces, but um, yeah, there was a lot for Lampard to learn from yesterday, in my opinion. That's yeah, the best yeah. way I can put it. I, I um, think the, for me, the, the biggest thing that I spotted when we came out was, just, oh no, we're gonna, are we really just gonna try and sit on the edge of the 18 for the rest of the game? Yeah, because yeah. there was just that, that, those at some point, those two banks of four, like if the if the bank behind that had just put their hands out, they'd have touched the bank in front of them's back. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it was that close and that kind of tight. It was like, oh come on, boys! Like this isn't realistic. And <sighs> what happened? Happened, you know. Well, the, some of the subs that he made. So the he, he, Gray came on for Anthony Gordon, which I'm, I'm okay with because Gordon was knackered. Um, it's this one. John Joe Kenny came on for Gomez. Now that one there is saying you're taking off Gomez, and and they literally ran the place 
off the they ran us off the park in the midfield because we had no one there. So yeah, it, it's that one that killed us for me. I think that's I why think... as well. I, I I can't be overly critical of Decorey. No, I'm fully agreeing with everybody that it wasn't his best game, but I just think that the the entire plan just seems to go out the window. Like just just that like. And the, and you could see at one point like Lampard had his like back to the game and he was sat talking to Joe Edwards, yeah. and it was I think it was clearly okay. What on earth do we do now? And yeah. I think they li- literally between them just didn't come up with the answer. Well, for me, um, it would have been it would have been John Joe Kenny on on for uh, Gordon just purely because Gordon's uh, as I say the kid the kid's starting to look really burnt out and, and rightfully so he's been he's been fucking superb this year. But you could have done that, Richarlison. Your left wing, you're not inside left, your left wing or left left midfield. Um DeCorey covered out that right hand side uh whenever uh James was in the team, so he can do a job there, you know, and just cover Kenny, you know, and just and then obviously Calvert Loon up top, and then you would have had uh, a Wobie and DeCorey, so you had a set two sets of legs in that midfield. Again, as Mike was saying, hindsight's a wonderful word, but I was thinking that watching the game, so it does maybe make you think. What influences what they're doing, but uh, there was a bit of me thinking, put Reese Welch on, he's a centre half, yeah. I know he's well, we young, did, we, yeah. But we just had we just had a young player with more experience, show is an experience, yeah, true, you know true. what I mean. So, That's... is that no well or King? Apparently, King was was on well or something with the shits yeah. or something. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. he's at the shits. What's he eating? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Hopefully Keane's back for Palace. We need Keane Holgate. Holgate. You know what? Honourable mention for Mason Holgate. There was a, I, Obviously, we conceded and stuff and conceded three goals. I don't think that they were down to him and he's really, really stood up again and, and got back to a bit of his early form under Ancelotti, I feel. Um, yeah, right. yeah I, I liked Holgate yesterday. Um, yeah. And you know what? He, he matured. You've seen him talking. You've seen him even giving it to Pickford and Pickford was losing the head with the team. Yeah. He was just standing, he was standing totally to they always walk away from Pickford. He just stood face to face with him and told him to calm the fuck down, you know. Yeah. So hopefully he, this is this is Holgate maturing, and we're finally going to see the player that we that when we thought was saying have, yeah. John Stones Mark Two, you know, maybe just this player now that's that's just going to be disciplined, no more chewing gum because that boils people's fucking piss. And and you know, <laughs> just a smart player who can play it out from the back, who can challenge, yeah. And, you know, who's not afraid because we all. I think that's one of the reasons he gets highlighted and gets gets. It's torn to bits. It's because, whether we admit it or not, I think we all know that there's something there. If there's not something there, they don't tend to get, they don't tend to get the grief that others do. Like Michael yeah. Keane, uh, when people just say shit and moves on, or I don't want them in the team and moves on because they know his levels are limited. You yeah. know, Paul Gates has shown how good he can be, and he's also shown how fucking rancid he can be. So. I really think that Holgate's turning a corner and I hope he can take it on the next season if he's still here. Like, realistically, yeah. we're not going to get rid of the whole team, so we need to really, you know, cherry-pick the finer tomatoes and just be like, right, this is what works and try and get rid of whatever whatever doesn't. Yeah, well, we can we can criticise the players, for, like, if they're good or bad, but what, what, what thing that you can't say about Holgate is that he's dipped out because he's always available. He is always mm-hmm. available for yeah. us and you know, you you can't say that for the rest of the squad, or at least half of them, anyway. So, um, I I also don't think you can you can say that he doesn't care because I think he does quite I think clearly. He does, yeah. Um, I, I don't think he necessarily you know shows that on the pitch yeah. all the yeah. time, but I think he definitely cares. But I think just to spin off as well, um, I thought 
I thought the him, him telling Pickford to calm down, there was like a little red flag in my head. Then I thought, oh no, Jordan's head's gone. Yeah, um, his head did go. His head went. Like there was 100%. there was a there was a couple of times, especially in the second half, when he was playing almost like a, a like a wing back when he was like bringing the ball like out and he was dribbling the ball up the pitch, and I was like, man. Yeah. What are you doing? Like you know, you can ping it. Like, what are you really gaining by by carrying it up the pitch? Yeah. I think what, it's more frustration, what, to be honest. What, so do yeah, I. But Pickford, that, Pickford's controlled that frustration for a long time, and that was that was worrying yesterday. Pickford lost his head yesterday, like charging out for that one, and luckily enough, he got there. He put it out for a throw and stuff. But that's old erratic behaviour that Pickford used to have. That's screaming yeah. at the team where he's not hearing what's happening in the crowd because he's probably they, got a ring like they, shell shock. Me yeah, personally, I think he was trying to act as the fourth defender. Yeah, I, uh, I agree. Off. I think he was just trying to help out the best he could. Yeah, no, I, I, and I get that, but I just, I just thought that it, it was dangerous. But it's not the yeah, only thing. Yeah, I get and, that. I, I just, I don't think he lost his head as much as that. He thought he was doing right. If that makes yeah. sense. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not digging him out by any stretch. Yeah, I well, no, yeah. That, that 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 kind of feeling that he. You know, I, I get why what he, you know, we did what he yeah. did, but you know when you just go on, oh, no. react like that. Even even in the bad games, we haven't seen Pickford react like that in the wild. But ultimately, no. look, this isn't down to the team was out yesterday. This isn't down to the team over the last two months. This is a, an entire season problem. This we always love to remind ourselves this this team was second at Christmas last year in the league. Yeah, you know, this team had Rafa Benitez commanded and rip. Literally rip the wires out of the machine, you know, just yeah. going mad. He was allowed under he was allowed under the room with a fucking sledgehammer, and he went mental until someone says, "Get that fucking cunt out of that room." Pardon me. The tweet he's done as well. I hit him. Mate, yeah, I nearly threw my phone. Yeah, yeah. That is just sick. fucking. It just what the fuck were they thinking, bringing that cunt into this team? I really apologize for my language, but I don't really care either. What you think? But well, this is the thing, mate. Isn't ultimately. It? You know, we, we're so distracted by a lot of things on the field that you know we we, we can't forget that this needs to be looked at in the summer. I, know, I think actually team. I think at the end of the season we should sit down and do a season review of upstairs and downstairs of the club and what we uh, think. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's th- enough months in the summer, mate. To be honest, uh, uh, <laughs> you, you know what I was I was thinking you could you you you'd need. At least four podcasts just to do the season as a, as like the playing squads. Like someone takes like to the first international breaks, you know, like <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because there's it feels like so much has gone on. Like I remember where exactly where I was watching the first day of game of the season. Um, I was in a guitar shop in London. Jason Momoa was there. That's not a lie. Of course you were. Uh, oh, yeah. There is pictorial <laughs> proof, my friend. Um, <laughs> and uh, and here and here. Um, oh man, he's a sexy guy. Um, <laughs> and you know, when you just like, I remember watching that and thinking, no way, Rafa's gonna do it. And then, boy, was I wrong. But look, yeah. look, that, and that's what I'm talking about. So, this team has had so much go, go on. We talk about these players, and you know, there's always this argument are they robots or aren't they? They were programmed then, they play a different way, they were upset, they weren't happy. Like, you lose form in a system you don't like, you don't just get it back. You know, I think our club was that disjointed. A new manager buzz wasn't going to happen instantly for us in the way that we wanted. And I wasn't surprised it didn't come because it wasn't just a case of this team repair and they need a boost. We were fractured. We were properly fractured. The boardroom, the fan, like, it had gone so wrong. Like, so wrong. Like, literally, 
fans have had the crew this year just for this club is 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 crazy and it should it shouldn't have had to be done. It should yeah. it should have came to this from Christmas right. from the protests, the actually protesting so they didn't get a certain manager. You know. Yeah, I know. Mate. Fair play. That takes big balls, but like that's how bad it got. The players are seeing that. Their heads weren't done it. They, do you honestly think like they're not Evertonians? The majority of them, they're sitting. This has became a circus. Get me out of here. You know what I mean? And that's all we had was rumors of players wanting out in the way. You yeah. know, and I don't blame any of them. They come back. They try and come back from that with all the the odds against you. With teams knowing all your weaknesses because they've been there to be shown all season. You know, yeah. it's just been a fucking nightmare. We can't pin it on one person. We can't, but then ultimately at the same time, flipping the coin, you can pin it on every single person. So, yeah. which doesn't make sense to know, but the entire season hasn't made sense to me. Every from decisions, the team selections, the player uh, fallouts, everything. It's just Double. having the resilience that they've shown. Like, we've been going already. Like, we've had a in hell, we shouldn't have got half of them results we've got recently. And fair play to Lampard, because you have seen parts of the coaching and you know development in the players with what they're trying to implement. But holy fuck, over this last while, it's been it's, it's just like it's been the most stressful season I've ever had watching football in, in my life. Yeah. Well, the good news is that we've only got two games left before we can have a break. So, uh, hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully Thanks we can just get fuck. the job done against Palace because I can't deal with it going to Arsenal. I really can't. So, no. yeah. Did anyone? Sorry to sorry to jump in. Did anyone notice yesterday that um, Kevin Thelwell wasn't sat with um, Kenwright? He was sat with yeah. uh, Royal. Joe Royal and Peter Reed. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, um, I spotted that. Yeah. And and that wasn't the case when Marcel Brands was there. He was sat next to Big Bill. Yeah. Um, and you know, and you just you kind of sense the winds of change a little bit. Um, I think I'd, so. I'd be interested to see if Thelwell's gone. Actually, no, I'm going to go and sit with these two because these two know what they're talking about. Joe yeah, Royal yeah. looked looked like he was ready to punch somebody straight up into the air, and and Peter Reid looked like he was going to throw up. Um, Peter Reid looked like. Didn't Joe Reed Reed leave to become the director of football at Wigan a couple of years ago? Yeah, think, but it didn't last long. I don't think. I think well, he. I know he didn't last long in the role because he yeah, came back. Yeah, um, that Chinese people who owned them done the dirty on them. Um, didn't he put them into um, administration? But I, I wonder if he's back at Everton now with some type of role again. I don't think there's an official role for him, but I think him being who he is, um, he'll give his voice if needed. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I think he's um I think he's one of those uh, you know silent partner kind of things. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'd personally have Joe Royal speaking through them constantly. Um, I, I think though that like like Sam and Peter Reid, that they'll talk and they'll tell you how things should be at the club culture wise. But I think too far out of the game for where it is now. In that sense, yeah. greatest yeah. respect you have to Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I just we've all says even myself that I give farewell my back in, but you know we haven't seen him do anything apart from chasing Unsworth. Which, which again, Rhino, great, great servant of the club, but that was a real positive thing. So I'm going to be watching all well with with uh, with all my Twitter mate this year. <laughs> 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 I really, right. I really Greg, hope that well. Can, yeah, Greg, you, have you swallowed the uh, Duracell battery tonight? You're on form, mate. Swallow the blue pills. <laughs> <laughs> 
I've got a stiff neck. <laughs> but no, uh, oh, you've been, boss, you've been right on form tonight, you two. Oh, <laughs> I'll take that, Mike. I don't get many compliments from you, my friend. Thank you. But oh, you know yeah. what? I think I think the the sad indictments of where we are is, um, and I think it is down to the referee and decisions like um, Meg in work, um, who listens to this podcast occasionally. Um, but we we yeah, we we kind of spoken about the game and then. Um, this morning when we when I went in, like there was no mention of it. It was just that kind of, you know, that face of, uh, it was one of those days, wasn't it? Yeah. And then there was no mention of the game. Do you know what I mean? And and how do you how do you say like, oh yeah, we were done over by the referee again? It's just boring. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's just a it's just a broken record, and I'm fed up of it. You know, like it's. it's I mean, we've managed to stretch this out, but <laughs> it's hard to talk. It's hard to talk about, isn't it? Like it's what do you say apart from the fact that yeah, we were done over by the officials again. Um, I switched my phone off. I didn't go on on, on Twitter or any spaces. I just sat and watched the shift film. Yeah. That's, That's the best thing to do, mate. It really I was is. just like a zombie. I just couldn't believe it. Just couldn't believe yeah. what I've just witnessed. Yeah. I know, mate. Yeah. It's, uh, and and st- the more it goes on, you know, and the more things that happen, the worse it gets for all of us. And, you know, it's, it's making everyone bitter and depressed and, you know, until something is done about it, it'll just carry on, won't it? So we we desperately need like some kind of open communication, whether it's microphones or what. But you know, we need something to be done in the summer because it's getting beyond the joke. Um, but you know, I, I think we've pretty much covered everything there. And yeah, I'd also like we've... to uh, apologise to my mother for the the language that Graham used. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, it's been an absolute pleasure. As um, always. Hopefully we can get the job done against Palace because I don't want to be moaning again. I really don't. So on that note, I'll catch you later, boys. Take care. All the best. And apologies. All the best. So. Take it easy, everyone. <laughs> All right, lads. Ta-da.